You are listening to I Hate Average Podcast featuring Jay from the Bronx. Alright, I'm back. I Hate Average Podcast. It's your boy Jay. Thank you guys for checking us out again. Another week, another great episode, another cool guest. Last week we had Harry Tarjanian, the comedian from the Beige Phillip Podcast. Great feedback, a lot of good insight. Um, like I said last week, he ended it on an inspirational note about just keep going, you know, finding things. You're going to have obstacles in your dreams, but what are you going to do? Either going to quit or you're going to, you have to keep going. There's no in between, there's no other option. Either quit or keep going. And, and I appreciate that again, Harry. Thank you for being on the show last week. This week, we have another podcaster. We have Isabel from the Real Women Real Talk podcast. It's a cool podcast about, uh, I guess, the coming of age of, of women in their 30s and some of the obstacles that they that they face. And just women telling their stories of relationships and, and, and careers and things of that nature. Um, women in their 30s just, you know, speaking about what it is to, to be a woman in their 30s in these modern times. Um, cool, cool podcast great episode we kind of had a debate on, on uh the evolution of society <laughs> and uh you know uh, we, we talked about um online dating we talked about a lot of different issues just picking her brain on some things that you know women in their 30s might go through so just getting her perspective on things being that, that her podcast is based on that so a cool insight cool conversation um it's kind of seemed like we forgot we was recording just because <laughs> You know, he's getting a little opinionated, but it was all in fun. Great episode. Thank you, Isabel, for being on the show. So uh, check out my my interview with Isabel. All right, everyone. I'm here with Isabel from the Real Women Real Talk podcast. How are you, Isabel? I'm good. How are you? I'm Thank good. you for having me. No problem. No problem. I'm glad to have you. Um. And I listened to a couple of episodes of your podcast and I found it interesting. Um, you, you have like a, a, a different variety of women. And I just, want, just wanted to know what made you want to, what made you want to go in, in the direction of just interviewing women and having real talk with, with just women? Um, so it started out primarily um, as my friends and I, we sort of were all about in our mid thirties about now we're all turning 35 this year. And so it started out as um, really just wanting to share some of the many experiences and changes that we've been dealing with and going through as now we're in our 30s. Some of us have kids, some of us have, you know, are married, some of us are still single or going through career changes. And so um, it started out just wanting to talk about what it's like to like be a woman sort of dealing with like the stuff that you, you're going through when you're in your 30s. Um, and then it sort of expanded. I've, I had interest in women who were not in their 30s wanting to just talk and share their stories and what they're doing um, in their lives and where they're at in their lives. Um, and so I think that it was it's just an opportunity uh, through my podcast to just give women that opportunity to share sort of their life experiences and their life stories and what they're what they've gotten out of life so far and what they're hoping to accomplish in their next couple of years um i do have intentions to have men a couple of men have reached out to me (laughs) 
I'm not there. I'm not there yet. But apparently, (laughs) men do also have some things to say about what life is like (laughs) for them. Just the the talk. I, I, of course, I understand the real talk part. Everyone (laughs) wants to have the the honesty, but then the real women. I say, okay. (laughs) Well, I feel like I. It's um. I mean, it is a very honest conversation, but it is also. Um, you know, I'm not like interviewing celebrities or anything like that. I, I feel like these are just women that you would like walk into in the street and have conversations with. These are not like high profiles, you know, you know, A-list celebrity women. Yeah, um, so it's, you know, I, I guess that's what I call them, like real women. It's just these are like your everyday sort of modern day soccer moms and. <laughs> some are soccer moms some are you know in school still okay. um just figuring out life like the rest of us so yeah so, but so i will have i do plan on having men eventually i'm not there yet but <laughs> okay we appreciate it. i'll speak for them and i say we appreciate it <laughs> yeah so, yeah so what what are some of the i guess with speaking to women and of course you know i guess you get uh, feedback from your fan base what are some of the similarities that you see within women um within your age range and some of the unexpected differences that you see with women like how different some how unique some of you women are um so i think one of the things that i've learned um that is a bit surprising is that um and it's surprising in a good way thankfully is that um I think we make bigger differences out of things than they actually are. So I know that for me, like being single in your mid thirties as a woman is very sort of cliche and not acceptable. Um, even now you think so? Even Yes. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think society has come that far along that it's still like, okay to, I mean, I think women are accepting it a little bit better. Um, I don't think men and women have totally gotten there yet. And so even now as like I date, I like get asked like, why are you still single? Or <laughs> it's, it's, it's a rude question for one. Yeah, of course, 100% it is, 100%. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't think, I, I, I don't think it's always intended badly, but it's still like a rude question to ask. Um, but, you know, so I feel like, what I have found is that women who are in relationships or have kids or have sort of done all the things I guess they're, you know, technically supposed to have done, yeah. that it's not, they're not like necessarily pushing single women to like, well, you've got to aspire to this and you've got to do this. It's like, no, go out and like live your life and do whatever you want to do and like don't rush this life. Like it's exactly. not meant for everybody, and it's not that it's all that it's cracked up to be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's that's you know that's kind of supportive, I Definitely. think. Um, but I think also that I think one of the big similarities that I've gotten out of the interviews is that women really do want to support each other. Um, I think there's this false belief that like we always have to be in competition or that there isn't enough for everyone to be successful. Yeah. And I think having those conversations, no, it's okay. I um, cut you off, I'm sorry. Yeah. 
Oh, no, you're good. No, feel free. I can talk a lot, so no, no. feel free to jump in whenever you want. <laughs> Sometimes you have to cut me off. No, no I'm just saying, like, from, from what I've experienced, um, I've been doing this podcast for, I want to say, nine months. And just, you know, researching and, and looking up content creators and, and, and you know, joining the different Facebook groups, I see that, that women actually are a lot more supportive with each other than probably maybe more so than men are. Really? Yeah, I would. I, mean, I w- yeah. I, I mean, I think, you know, once, let's say, once you gain popularity, I think that's when guys are a little more helpful. But if you're, if you just, you know, trying to find your way the same time they are, I, don't, I think, like, I don't think they'll, if you ask, I don't think they'll say no, but I, I just think that they're not as, uh, available to collaborate. I think women are more available to collaborate um, than men are. That's just from what I from what I gained. Yeah. So maybe I don't know. I've always feel like men are just a little more, um, just willing to help. I guess without any question or concern. Whereas I think the impression sometimes with women is that that's you know like only one of us can make it, or only a few of us can sort of like get a big piece of the pie and I think through the conversations I've realized that that's not necessarily true I you know because I've had some pe- a lot of the guests that I've had um, I've reached out to their you know personal friends um, or people that I know but I have had women who have just reached out to me and said you know I really like what you're doing and I would like to just tell my story also and it's always a very nice feeling when like people are reaching out to you because I've only start I mean I only started my podcast in September maybe October okay um so I'm still fairly new to it also and I'm still like figuring out a lot of stuff um and so it's still like it's it's just really nice for people to be like I like what you're doing and I would like to be a part of it however like you want me to be and whatever I can do to help to like make it successful. That's, that's, great. Um, that's great. Yeah. 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 So, so and I, yes, I'm sorry. No, no. Okay. Good. Um, I was going to say, I don't think I've noticed any differences. Um, I think through the interviews that I've done or the guests that I've had, like I realized that um, a lot of the differences are really just superficial. Like we still, you know, regardless of our ages or backgrounds or what we do, like we still have a lot of the same fears, the same concerns, the same goals, you know, the same or similar aspirations or, you know, a lot of us are just trying to live happy lives and get to it how we can do it. So, yeah. Definitely. definitely. So I guess... It's wrong, but I guess uh, mostly women are the same. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Really... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of our strategies are different. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. How we go about doing them, I think, can be different. But I think some of the fundamental stuff is like the same. Um, but you know, we're all different, so we all. And I think that is why there doesn't have to be any competition, yeah. is because we all have our like unique ways and how we want to, or how we're gonna get to like our success. Mm-hmm. And even that, like what some of us view as success, others don't, you know. And so it's like it's okay because we're not all trying to reach, 
that type of success necessarily. So definitely, it makes a lot of sense. So I guess just uh, to to build the ratings, what what are some of the things that your guests uh, or maybe you within your friend circle feel about um, dating within uh, your mid thirties or or your thirties? How is it different from Uh, what you would expect it to be, or or how is how is it better? Dating in your thirties sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I haven't. I haven't specifically spoken to anyone about dating. Um, oddly, surprisingly, it doesn't come off come up as often as one would think. Which goes to show we are not always thinking about this. Like yeah, we're not always thinking about men and relationships, right? Um, we are certainly more than that, and I like to think that that the podcast does that. Um, but I. I did have an episode of my own where I talked about my experiences with online dating, um, which is also fairly new to me. I only started this year, maybe early January. Okay. Um, and so it's just... Did you want to share what, what got you to, to come to that conclusion that got you to try it? Um, so some of it was some prompting from outside people, from friends. Um, I was previously in a relationship for about seven years. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, <laughs> for the latter, for like the late part of my like 20s, so like my mid-20s, up until about 31, 32, I was in a relationship. So I felt, you know, I was finally feeling like it's time to like, you know, put myself out there again and see what happens and, you know, try to make some magic happen. I don't know. Is it what you expected or is it something uh, that you kind of took you by surprise? I think it did take me my, like, I expected it to be different. I feel like, I feel like dating changed drastically in the time that I was in a relationship and like I wasn't like I didn't know what was what was happening like I didn't know what was appropriate or not appropriate anymore um and you know I'm not exactly like I mean I'm not old but I'm not exactly a spring chicken either so like what what I would have tolerated or sort of dealt with before I got into my relationship like is just drastically different from from now uh, and so it's trying to like figure out like what's acceptable or what's not acceptable like now that you're in your 30s um or that i'm in my 30s i don't know if you're in your 30s uh i am i am okay i well, i i assumed but i didn't want to do oh. that <laughs> um yeah so it, it was just it's just different um and i you know i feel like you have to be somewhat outgoing to sort of do online dating um i and i I mean i can be outgoing but i don't know if i'm outgoing enough for online dating you you create content so i'm sure yes this is like the crazy irony (laughs) that you know (laughs) Uh, but I, I talk to people, I'm a college advisor. So like I talk to people for a living. Oh, wow. So, definitely. Uh, so you would think it would be better 
but yeah, it's, it's, it was weird. Um, and so little things, you know, like I had to figure out, like one of the big things I had to sort of figure out what, where I stand was like, um, men who, uh, they don't have their own apartments or men who don't have their own cars. So like at, at 30, I, I, see, that's what I'm talking about. Yes. Well, yes. It depends on well, the car Either. thing. I don't know. I don't know what city you live in, but the car, the car I'm thing could be. Okay, so I, that could be optional. I'm from the city, but I live in Westchester now. Oh, um, so, okay. it's not, it's not that optional. It's not. <laughs> so, but it was something that I had never had to like think about until I started dating again. Um, and it was a friend actually who had to like have a very honest conversation about like New York city rent is very expensive. Like you're not going to find too many people, man or woman who like have their own apartment without having like a roommate or. Okay. Or something. So I was like, okay, I guess. So like I, <laughs> New York and I've had my own apartment for like a number of years so I you know but this was like a discussion that like had to to now like or not a to be had but had like I had to figure out like what you had to be aware of it something you had to be aware of like I'm gonna meet people or meet men I date men uh, who may not have their own place Uh, and it was just something that I never thought about before so you know it's sort of figuring out like what's acceptable and what like not acceptable what what works for you yeah. or what works for me um or yeah, even having listen to this episode okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you should so yeah or you know like where do i stand with men with no car like i live in westchester a car is kind of yeah. necessary yeah over there it is yeah so it's you know a very different dynamic when you're dating someone who doesn't have a car yeah you know, so it's like do you really want to deal with that like i i don't know so <laughs> it's stuff like that it's simple stuff it's you know simple stuff like that um or even you know like i think i would have never really considered like dating a man with children Whereas Man, now over 30, you kind of, right. It's, right. Yeah. It's so it's, it's, uh, it's like, okay, how many kids are acceptable at this age? Or like how many baby mamas am I willing to like <laughs> deal with? <laughs> like these are things that like, I just was not prepared. Like had a, you asked me when I was 20, I'd be like, absolutely not. Like you can't have any kids. But now it's, a, it's you know, you but gotta have it in the back of your mind now. Right, right. So, so like, what, what was yeah. like, your like maybe I say it's your first night. And you're on it. You're on the app and you're looking up stuff. What's something that like immediately caught your attention? Like, whoa, what did I get myself into? Um, I think how forward some men are. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just not. Used <laughs> like it's just, I'm yeah, yeah. So it's uh, that sucks. I'm getting used to. I felt like 
I felt like I haven't had men just say some ignorant things like that out forward, straight right, like in quite some years. And so I don't know if it's like this online platform that sort of gives them the security. I, like, I don't know what I it is. I think it's just it's the world. But, like the, you know, in the street, you know, you could roll your eyes or you could even, you know, smack them or throw a drink in the face. But yeah, they got the wall of the phone and they could say how they really feel. <laughs> Yeah, well, even that, too, I did have a guy, um, and I was like, maybe I just don't know the protocol for, like, online rejection. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know. But he had sent a message, and I didn't respond. And I guess that was my way of saying, like, I clearly I'm not interesting because I did not, I'm not interested because I didn't respond to your message. Okay. Um, and then I would say, you know, he sent a second one. I still didn't respond. And then he sent a third one that was very much like, you know, if you weren't interested, you should have just said something. And like, we, like you shouldn't just leave men in suspense, like knowing. And <laughs> What's suspense though? Is <laughs> I didn't like, well, this is the thing. I didn't know. I was like, I thought my lack of a response <laughs> solved that, but I, I didn't know. Am I supposed to respond to everything? I, and I had to like text a friend to be like, did I mess this up? Because I didn't think I had to respond. <laughs> but I, I I was told he was just in his feelings about that. So, yeah, it's a little, you know, you never know, I guess, what's going to, like, set people off or, like, you know, what what people are not going to like or appreciate. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, I could go on and on. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna get back to that, but I just wanted, like, okay, within your circle and within your guests, um, the ones who your your guests or your friends, your friend circle, who are women who are in their thirties or mid thirties who are married with families, what are some of the the issues you you um discuss with them or some of just some of the experiences that, that they have that they share with you. Um, so I, of the ones that are, that I've actually interviewed, um, it, it's a very different, she's actually been with her now husband since right after high school. Like they met shortly after we graduated high school in 2000. Um, and they've pretty much been together ever since. Wow. Yeah. Which is completely like rare as far as I'm concerned. Like, I don't know too many other couples who have sustained that that long. Yeah, not at all. So, yeah, because we're talking, I mean, I graduated and we graduated in 2000, so you're looking at, you know, almost 20 years at this point. Um, just a little shorter than um, how long we've all been friends as a group. We all met in high school. Okay. Um, yeah, so we've we've got a number of years of friendship under our belt. Um, so I think for her, it's just very, even more, it's even more different because she's just like always been wifed up yeah. for a lack of a better term. So she doesn't even know anything about <laughs> dating or yeah. online. Like, she's so just she, like, I've she's got not a good resource. She's not, <laughs> she's just like, I could like, you know, she works in marketing, so she was just like, I could help you set up, like, a really great profile and put out some nice pictures, but, like, I, <laughs> I can't help you. 
Um, but then part of that is, you know, she, like, it. she feels, I guess, like, it, you know, it just takes more work to sort of always be interested and, you know, sort of keep the excitement going and sustaining that, you know, and wanting to still be together after all these years. Yeah. Um, you know, and because I'm single, of course, I have no idea what she's talking about. Uh, <laughs> well, but, it makes yeah. a good dynamic, though, because you, I guess you could share your different perspectives on things. Yes, yes. So, yeah, I mean, it always leads to fun conversation um, to be on, like, the other side of the coin, I guess, you know. So, I for me, this is from my perspective of just looking at, at, at the way things are going in the world. I just, women I, within, the, you know, their 30s or, or mid-30s, they, they're very career-driven. Um, a lot of them are, you know, more educated than, than their male counterparts. So, mm-hmm. it just, to me, I see things is going that people are just going to have a lot of casual relationships i don't see marriage on the uptrend i don't see um even having children on the uptrend so i just think that you know it's just it's going to be a different type different type of relationship that that we're used to i think the traditional style are eventually gonna not fade away but they're just they're not going to be as prominent um i would i mean i so, okay. I sort of agree um, because I think that traditional, the sense like people meet right after high school and, you know, like in the, my friend as an example, like that's rare. Yeah, I think yeah. we've all pretty much established like that's well, people even, don't like, you know, meeting in college, right and getting married. That's, that's rare also. <laughs> well, yes, I think that's. Yeah, I don't know anybody that really got married in college either, actually, <laughs> now that I think about it. Um, I think I I think the ideals that people want for marriage are still there. Like, I don't think that traditionally has changed. Yeah. I just don't think that they're as a priority. And so, like, I feel for me, like, in my 30s, like, I have still met men who... Because I will say a lot of the men that I grew up with and went to high school with, they were all married before any of us, um, before any of the women. Like, they were all um, settled down with their, you know, even if they weren't married at the time, like, they're all married now. Like, they were married before all the women. Uh, Yeah. With, you know, and some of them with children, like, they all had children before us. Um. So I think it's still there. I think that it's not, I think that, how can I put this? <laughs> trying to figure out my words. Um, I think because it's not a priority for women as much yeah. that men are like under no pressure to like make these moves. Exactly. It's not like it's not there, but I think that women are now, uh, sort of embracing that they also because I feel like men are very much like I want to focus on my career like I want to have my life together before I start like making any like major like life moves like that yeah um, and whereas women were were for the most part like we can sort of do both like we can figure our lives out together and like still have this committed 
relationship or marriage. But I think more women now are like, no, I too would like to like figure my life out (laughs) and get my shit together before I like settle down like that. Um, And I think a lot of that is also because men, women don't want to or don't have to be as reliant as on men as they may have been in the past. Yeah, you know, like it's the evolution of society. I just think. Yeah, so you know, because women are definitely like coming up, and like I think number wise, statistics wise, are probably doing better than men economically or you know financially, however you want to look at it. Yeah. Um, so and and that's with like all the you got you, you got to think too gender this. inequality when it comes to the money and stuff like that, right? So, um, they are you know it's almost like now men have to like get up to them to even sort of be considered think, as as an acceptable mate, I guess. That yeah. sounds terrible, but... <laughs> it does sound it like is that, but, <laughs> but I, I, I'm going to try to clean it up. It just, I think it's just uh, men... Of course, men have their lives together. They, they're, you know, they're happy. They're doing their thing. But I think when men start to settle down you know that's when they start to save more money and they start to have more things you know that's when you know they're able to to buy a house and keep a mortgage because they're more settled and which means they're most likely in a relationship but a single man they're just you know going out every weekend going out with drinks with the fellas so they they don't have <laughs> their credit is probably isn't as good because they doing whatever living frivolously so it's <laughs> so I, I think it's just it's not that men are, are not at the same level it's just that they're just living a different type of life when they're not when they are single I guess so I you know I um I don't know I um I have a friend a male friend who uh, we went to college together and you know so we're about the same age um and he seems to like have no interest in like getting married or having a family like anytime soon. Um, and I always find these conversations interesting because like for women, you know, we're dealing with like our biological clocks and like there's a time, you know. Um, is that okay? And like the pressure is, not- is that real? In 2017. Oh, I mean, biologically, yeah. Like our, I mean, our our eggs, they don't just exist forever the way that, like. No, of course, I'm saying, like the biologic, the mental biological clock. It well, it's just the they're all tied in. I think it is. I mean, we have more options. I mean, we have more options. Like we can, you know, get a a donor or have someone else carry the baby or, in be you know, there's more options to doing it later in life, but the reality is like the longer you wait, the more issues you have with either getting pregnant or like sustaining the pregnancy. Yeah. So it's a very real. But I'm just saying like, let's say like, let's go back to like just 60s, <laughs> 70s, like mentally women had it in the back of their mind, you know, if they're approaching 30 and then, and they're single, they're like, oh my God, I got to find someone soon. If I can have babies. I don't think, I don't yeah. think, I don't think that's the mindset of, of women no, but Nowadays. I think then I think it's been pushed back to forty. But I think those conversations are still very much happening. They're just happening a little later. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but they're still there. There's, okay. you know. Um. So, yeah, he just doesn't seem to be phased. 
by, you know, and it's just sort of like, if it happens, it happens. But he's still very much like... He's enjoying life. He's enjoying. <laughs> yeah, he's you know he's still like making. He still plans on buying a house. Like he's he's making plans to buy a house. He's making all these plans. And I was I think as a woman, it was like, well, why would you do all this? Like if you don't have, like you know, like if you were to get married, you know, like you these are things I think that you do together. Okay. Buying a house, you know, moving somewhere. Like these are big steps that you would do with a partner, yeah. and it was just sort of like, no, like the same way that if I had an apartment, I guess she would just move into the house, or you know, we would just get it. And it was a very weird conversation, and I just assumed that because I was a woman, that like I just did not get it. It's yeah. uh, the evolution. Those are like major evolution. life choices, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But it, you know, I guess I just see it very differently in that, like, I would want to those are things I would want to do with my partner, yeah. you know, like, you know, as opposed to like sort of stepping into someone's already established life. Definitely. Yeah. So it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. I so, guess. All what right. do I feel single? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, it's just, yeah, your yeah, uh, point of view. So I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So, I guess uh, I gotta really raise my ratings now. So, what, what's <laughs> you and your your your, your guest and, and um, your friend circle? What's your their views on dating and and sex? Is it something that you know you try to you know hold on to, or, or is it something that if you know if you're in the moment, you just go with the flow? What do you mean? Like uh, with online dating, like is it something like if you meet a man and and you know you you date it? Like... I mean, I think that. So I don't know. I mean, I I don't know if I speak for all women or even the women in my circle. Uh, but I feel like when you're in your like at my age, I, like I don't know if I live by any rules. If that, like, I, you know, I don't have any, like, three-day policy. Like, if I'm either, like, I'm feeling it or I'm not. I don't know. I don't, you know, like, not to say that I've ha- I've had one-night stands. Yeah. You know. I understand. But okay. they're, they're not so all. Right. Like, I, I, so I don't know if that's the question. Okay. But that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Any. Like, is it because I. I still got the theory that society has evolved. So is do is there still rules? Is there still like mental rules? Like, you know, I, I met someone on this dating app. We're having a good time, but I hope he doesn't, you know, want me to come to his um, place. Like, is it is that still in the back of your mind, I, or do you, or is are you just go with the flow? I think I think those rules still exist for some people. Um, I don't know if they live for me. Um, I think that's the small joy of like being in your 30s is that you start to establish your own rules and not the rules that like you've been taught or someone has told you that like these are the dating rules and in order to be successful or to to get into a relationship, like these are the things that you have to do. Um, I, I don't know. You keep saying this. 
the way society is evolving. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, that's just my theory. I, that it's evolving. It's evolving. Um, <laughs> I, I think, I don't know if that has anything to do with society's evolution. Um, <laughs> I think that, I mean, maybe it does. Um, because again, I think it goes back to just women not conforming to the rules of the past. You know, so it's like they're, but I feel like you can just do whatever you want. Like if you have a three date rule or a three month rule, then like that's, that's your thing. And that's cool. Yeah. You know, but I I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if that's like for me, um, a thing. Like, I feel like I don't concern myself as much anymore with like what men think about me. If I like give it up on the first date, like. You know, because if any, and was I was it was it ever a thing that what men think of, oh or was it a thing about oh, what women think about me? It's absolutely a thing. Um, I but I think the problem is that men don't see that as being like a two way street. So you know, what I don't think has changed, despite as you like to say, society's evolved, <laughs> is that there are a lot more expectations for women than there are for men still and absolutely absolutely i don't care how progressive some of these dudes think they are (laughs) (laughs) they a lot of men still live by the you know these beliefs that like in order to be a woman like you've got to do certain things or to be a good girlfriend or to be a good wife that you have to like complete this checklist but okay so just to play play devil's advocate is it not on the same on the same token that that women have i think it i i think women have their list i just think women can be a lot more flexible you know like there are i you know so okay i feel like so i'm i'm on the chunkier side i'm not like a thin woman um and I know that I have met men who are like, oh, like you would be really, you know, like I would date you like if you were just a little bit smaller, which is like a real statement that men have said. That is not like. To you, they said it to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas I know, I feel like women are more likely to be like, okay, well, he has. XYZ on the checklist and maybe the fact that he is not in the best shape is like something I can sort of overlook. Okay. Whereas I, you know, you could still have everything and if this is like a hard sell for a person, like if you don't look the way you want them to look like they won't even consider it. Yeah. Um and that like that's a real thing. I don't think that that's changed. No, that, that, that. that's uh, I could I could agree that, that... <laughs> That's a you real know. thing. That's a real thing. So I think the difference, so I feel like that still happens. I feel like there's still a lot more expectations that men place on women, you know, like they want you to be freaky in the room, but not, but you still have to like act classy and, and be humble and do all these things in public. Um, like those are still real I, I can agree. I could agree with that. I can agree with that. But I think the difference is that what's changing is that women 
are, I think, also being a little more cutthroat with their list, too. <laughs> um, you know, so they're, it's like, it's, I, I just had an example and it slipped my head. Um, but like, like you, like uh, you were saying, you know, more than one baby mama was a little bit too much right. for me. So, you, yeah. <laughs> Right. Oh, right. That was my example. Not well, not that, but you just reminded me what I was going to say, <laughs> which is, um, you know, so I think that you so, you know, you have a one night stand with a woman and you might be like, what kind of woman like gives it up on the first night, which is a very actual like statement that men have said. Not, not lately, and I don't think. Not lately. I, they well, I would disagree with that. But I think what they might say is, you know, like they would never like bring her home or like make her their girlfriend or, you know, like because she's already got this thing, I guess, that like she gives it up on the first night. Um, And I think in the past, women would still like be trying to like, oh, well, he might still like me and he might still do this. And, you know, it wasn't all that. Whereas I think now women are like women will question a man's integrity the same way that a woman would question a man's. Mm. It, did I know? Did I mess that up? I think I did. No, 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 <laughs> you basically say, you know, like if you like have if, a one and I would also be like, I don't like, I wouldn't want to bring this guy home. Like he just out sleeping with women on the first night. Like it yeah. was cool that we did it, but I also don't see this going beyond this and I don't know if that necessarily happened before no it didn't happen before you know so um yeah and I think so I think that's changing I think that women I mean I hate to say that like they're becoming more like men you know but um yeah I think that women are now more comfortable or slightly more comfortable with expressing their sexuality with um you know with doing what they want and not honesty more honesty i guess just you know like this idea that like women can't be like these multi-layered people that like we can't be classy and adult but also want one night stands and, and want to act a little ratchet and like we can't be educated and do both or be professional and do this. Um, I think that is changing. I think a lot more women are acknowledging that like you can be all those things yeah, and not feel like something is wrong or like you're sort of some, you know, floozy out in the street doing whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. Uh, with, with your guess, is this is this something that that has come up where you discussed? You know, just have you have you guys discussed the evolution of society of how like how different <laughs> how different it is being a woman in the thirties in two thousand seventeen as compared to in the past? Have you guys talked about that? Um, not really, actually. Um, like I said, it's kind of surprising. Men in dating have not really come up um but no i say like dating let's talk about just just or even whole, just being a, a woman in the 30s uh in 2017 as opposed to the 80s you know as you know how society changes much 
Um, no, I mean, it hasn't actually. I mean, it could just be maybe I'm not phrasing it in that way. Okay. Um, so that might be something to consider. I might have to ask that question. Um, but I think it's also hard because, like, I mean, the reality is we don't know. I mean, I'm 30 now. Like, I don't know what it would be like to be like a 30, you know, in my 30. Like, you know, just, just so. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I do get what you're saying. Um, but no, I think that uh, I would imagine it's different, I guess. <laughs> I mean, we've come a long way, but there's still a lot of work yeah. to be done. So yeah, I, I, I agree, but I just think it's, it's slightly, I think just so I will, things I are slightly say, better, I think, for, for you oh, guys. Yeah, I, mean, I think, I think we're, we're getting there. Um, I think it's a substantial number of improvements have been made. Um, but I will say what I do think is different is that I, with the interviews I've had, um, a lot of people seemed, ex- a lot of the women that I've spoken to seem to be excited about like getting into their thirties, which is not something I expected cause I was not, <laughs> mm. um, but a lot of the women that I've spoken to so far just seemed excited about like the sort of next decade, this next, you know, chapter of their life, um, which I did not expect. I'm always okay. expecting sort of like horror stories about like, oh, I'm 30 and I'm getting old and what does my life mean? And, and a lot of them are like, no, I'm really excited and I'm looking forward to like this next chapter and really living in my purpose and getting clear on like what they want um which is very different from my experience but <laughs> more power to them that's true so, so what was like yeah yeah original day of your first podcast and what was, what was um your objective what was it, like your, your mindset when you first hit record and you was you know putting yourself out there what was your original idea um Wow. So it was actually, um, I was, (laughs) it was kind of funny. Um, a friend of mine knew we were working, we were on this like leadership development team, um, working on like, and part of it was like, we all had created this list of like goals that we wanted to accomplish. Um, and one of them was that I, for me was that I wanted to start this podcast. Okay. But I uh, was very, you know, I'm one of those people that's like, I want to research and I want to look and I got to figure out what I need to do and what equipment do I need. And it just seemed like the more research that I did, like the more overwhelmed that I got by like everything that it seemed like you needed. Like it was just like, you need a microphone and you've got to have this and then you've got to have like Skype and you've got and I. I was like, I don't even like, I don't even know where this idea came from because I'm not even the most tech savvy <laughs> of people, and this is already like a lot going on. Like, I'm pretty certain my phone at that point was like two years behind everybody else's. Like, I was like, this seems like a lot. Um, and it, but I would still do more research, and like the more that I did it, like I would just get even more overwhelmed by this idea. And then it was late one night at like ten o'clock. And a friend calls and he's like, yeah, I saw, I saw that you had this goal and I wanted to know where you're at with starting your podcast. And I'm like, oh, wow. 
like absolutely nowhere. Like I've got tons <laughs> of like pages saved on my computer and articles that I've read and links that I've saved to like look up different equipment. And I'm like, I don't have the money for like these mini studios that they're looking for me to create. Exactly. You know, like this was I like I was not expecting this at all. Like when I initially had this idea. And he was just kind of like, well, it's not that bad. Like, you know, if you really want to do this, like, I can get you started in, like, 30 minutes. Oh, wow. If you have the time. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, you're crazy. Because, like, I've been reading all the articles. And, like, people take out months. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Get stuff together. So I don't know what kind of miracles you're trying to make happen at, like, 10 o'clock on a Wednesday night. <laughs> you know what? I got to work tomorrow. So, and he's like, no, like, and he's still like, you know, we can do this. Like, it's not as complicated as you think. And then as you get more experience, you know, and you start to get money for this, like, you can then escalate to, like, what some of these articles are talking about. And so sure enough, he had it up. Like, he showed me how to, like, record the calls on my phone or you know how to like even just do the video you know the voice recordings um and uploading it into my computer and like creating soundcloud which up until then i had never even like heard of um and so that was it and so i think the first initial one i i, I think i deleted it from soundcloud at this point because it was wow. <laughs> literally just like this is me doing my pot like you didn't know what to say really. <laughs> no it was just like you know I was pushed to like do this and so it's done and I guess this is like officially the start of it and have a nice life and that was that was that um so that was like my first official I guess unofficial official recording yeah. um, but my very first episode that I did um it was shortly after my birthday um, and I talked about basically like self-love, um, and sort of appreciating like where you are in life. Okay. And so that was what it was. So for my 34th birthday, I decided to do, um, each year I try to do something that's like just for me. Um, and so last year I decided that I wanted to do my first uh, boudoir photo shoot. Okay, that's different. And yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it was the first time I had ever done anything like that. Um, my friend is a photographer, so she had come over and taken some pictures for me. Um, and that was, I think... A, to give people an idea of, like, how I view things and how I see my life, which is that, like, regardless of where you are, like, you should always, like, love yourself and, like, appreciate yourself. And, like, you should always be your biggest cheerleader, right? And um, sort of establishing that, like, how you love yourself and how you um, identify your self-worth will also sort of, like, set the tone for how other people will love you and how the, you know they will see you um so that was part of that but also like allowing the space to say like it's okay to think highly of yourself and to appreciate every part of your journey even all of the 
the screw ups and you know the mess ups the and bumps in the road. yeah like every little bit of it counts and matters and is important and like you don't have to be perfect to still like appreciate yourself and love yourself and like you know do you anyway like regardless of what anyone thinks Definitely. so and that's sort of what I, I like to always bring into all of my interviews like just be yourself you know um other people may not like it and that's okay but so be yourself somebody will eventually of course yeah what's some of the i guess besides the 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 initial startup challenges what's some of the some of the challenges you you you've seen you know since you since you got started and got a couple of episodes up what's some of the things that that you didn't expect that that is ha- that has happened. Um, or maybe I, not just a challenge, but maybe something positive. Just anything that unexpected that that's been happening. Yeah. Um. So I would say there's definitely been some challenges. Um. So, so I would say again, I'm not the most tech savvy person. So editing. Okay. Yeah. Takes quite time for me. Yeah. Um, so be not being tech savvy and like being a perfectionist are not a good combination. Uh, so I feel like I spend a lot more time editing than I'd like to. Okay. Um, just because it like like I knew for the like the first two or three episodes, I didn't know half the stuff. Uh, some of the buttons that were used and like balancing the like I didn't even know what some of these terms were. Yeah. Um, so I would spend a lot of time like trying to figure something out and then having to research what that even meant. You know, like, like I knew there was a problem. Uh, save, I didn't know. Saving more pages on your computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, basically. Um, so it would take me like hours, hours to like, I mean, days of hours, like to get uh, episode right. Or like to feel like it was right in my eyes. Yeah. Like I said, I can be like a perfectionist. And so it's like, it probably was good to go like five hours ago, but I just was not like a hundred percent happy with it. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm still sort of like letting that go with like, you know, just put it out. It doesn't have to be like a one perfect, you know, yeah. as long as it's like, you can hear it clearly and the message gets across, like just put it out. So I'm still sort of working on letting that go. Um, the and sticking to the time schedule, I do a terrible job, terrible job at like getting things out on a weekly basis. Yeah, same here, same here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm still working on that. I'm still working on that. Um, I don't know how people have jobs and lives and like still do this on a weekly basis and i would imagine that maybe they're a little more tech savvy than i am yeah so maybe it it goes a little quicker um but i cannot so i i there was a time where i went like a whole month or two i think without putting anything out (laughs) um yeah it's bad (laughs) um and i so i'm at least trying to get it to every other week okay at best, at or at worst, however you want to look at it. Um, I mean, as long as you, as long as you keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think 
one of the pos definitely one of the positives is that people are um you know when I ask people to do interviews with me they're I've you know I haven't had anyone tell me no that they're not interested okay. you know they're, they're always very happily and willingly ready to get on air and let me like, ask them questions okay um, and to be open and honest with me which I think is just really great um but also that people like have reached out to me like I remember the first person that reached out to me like hey, I heard your podcast and I thought it was really great. Like, can I interview you? Or like, do you want to be on one of my episodes? Like, I was like speechless. Like, I was totally fangirling, even though they were reaching out to me. But it was like, <laughs> I didn't even think people were listening yeah. <laughs> outside of like family and friends. So like for this random stranger to like reach out to me is is very humbling, I think. I'm very like, I'm beyond grateful all the time that, you know, people hear what I do and like it and like want to either know more about me or just even want to just have a conversation. Definitely. Well, so. Isabel, I don't want to keep you all night. Told you that was a fun, fun episode with Isabel from the Real Women Real Talk podcast. Definitely check out her podcast. Um, it's something it's a little different, something, you know, that you might not normally use you're not normally used to listening to so it's a cool podcast giving a different perspective on life so definitely check it out thank you isabel for being on the show Whew, we've been we've been doing it um a couple of weeks ago i took a little hiatus but i'm back at it trying to stick on stay on schedule doing this weekly and i appreciate your support i appreciate all the feedback keep emailing j at averagej.com Hit me up on all my social media. I hate average podcast on Instagram. I hate average J A Y on Twitter. Just let me know what you think, uh, what you don't like, what you like, who should be on the show, all of that. And all feedback is good feedback. So talk to you guys later. Talk to you guys next week.